Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from day 11 of the Natsu Basho. Well, some very big news came to light overnight. <laughs> well, overnight, I only saw it in the last like 15 minutes of the Basho and all of a sudden I was just looking to see the the reactions to a particular bout, which we won't mention until later, and all of a sudden this tweet caught my eye from our friend Sumo follower, that there's an article out that Asaniyama, or Zeki Asaniyama, has been caught repeatedly going to a hostess bar during the state of emergency and, in fact, very close to the start of this basho. All right. So there are a few different things we need to unpack here. So firstly, Ozeki Asaniyama. Yeah. Allegedly all of this okay, as well. Okay, allegedly. Allegedly. Secondly, going to a hostess bar. Yeah. Thirdly, repeatedly. Yeah. And then and then on the fourth note, during a state of emergency. All right. So hostess okay, so, bar. Okay, let's go through them. I, th- oh. I think it's fine. It's a surprise to me that it's a Sunny Does this sully him in your mind? Um, understanding the role, well, not, not understanding because I don't live there, but having some inkling of the role of hostess bars in Japan. Actually, hang on. I'm fascinated to know. <laughs> oh, no. What it, I... Tell me. Well, Talk I... to us about that. I think it's for titillating company. Would that be <laughs> a way of describing it? Yeah, sure. I mean, I've never been to a hostess bar because they are very much closed off to yes. foreigners in Japan. But, you know, I mean, it is about flirting, friendship, uh, buying drinks that are way overpriced. Well, he's got cashola, so that's fine. Yeah. Well, he's he's not married. Is he married? I don't think he's married. I mean, he must have a girlfriend. Well, he's he's good looking. He's good looking. He's successful. Why wouldn't he want some some female attention? And look, I, like I don't think having a girlfriend and going to a hostess bar are mutually exclusive. Yeah. Well, at least in Asanyama's mind. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm probably getting closer to the line there. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. As the as the possible girlfriend of yeah. a Sunny Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, it is it is a shock to me because I did think that he was a, in quotes, good boy. <laughs> yeah. Not that you're, you know, particularly bad if you go and do that again in Japan and uh, maybe we're really straying into difficult territory here, but um, let's go, let's move to repeatedly. Yeah, repeatedly. And, You've and got I mean, to go to establish a rapport. Yeah, a rapport. And, I mean, saying repeatedly <laughs> feels so redundant. You don't just go, I'll go to a hostess bar once. No, you've got to go repeatedly. You've got to go repeatedly. And it's kind of cooler if he goes repeatedly. It's like he waltzes in, he's like, Asanayama's here. And so the details you told me were that he was wearing a hoodie. Yeah, well, a hood. I don't know about a hoodie. I said hood. Well, hang on. He was hooded. Just a hood. (laughs) Just a hood. Uh, Maybe a masking hood. Like a cloak. A a button-up shirt and just a hood. No, uh, (laughs) a cloak. A a yukata and a hood. I don't think there are hooded you cutters, but there should be. Yeah. Very cool. And that he sat in the VIP seats. Yeah. I mean, come on. As if you wouldn't. As if you wouldn't. As if he wouldn't. We wouldn't. Yeah. Well, we saw Abi punished quite severely for what we think is exactly the same. Yeah. And this brings here. us to the third part yeah. of it, the doing it during COVID, which yeah. is obviously the issue here. I don't think he would necessarily get into very much trouble if he was sprung Hopping in the back of a van and <laughs> popping down to the local uh, hostess, hostess bar, bar normally, but you can't go out when you when yeah. you're not allowed to go out. 
Yeah, I mean, given the way, you know, the Hayers work, this is incredibly irresponsible. Mm. Um, But interesting that, I mean, this news broke sometime today, we assume. So interesting that he was here fighting today. Yeah. I wonder whether we'll see him tomorrow, whether he'll go to Joe. I have no idea. There's also some talk that this is why he's so distracted because he knows that there were photos taken or, you know, he saw the flashes or something like that. There are photos I can't recognise him in and he's sort of blurred out. So whether that means that it... I mean, there's a possibility that all of this probably is not true as well. It could be. Could be. It, it really is allegedly, but it does seem quite, quite a thing. Oh, yeah, well... I think we all need to rally around you and support you during this uh, very uh, distressing time. Yeah, look, I am shocked. You are shocked. Asanyama, I think, always had a sense of purity about his sumo mm. and now this has been blown away. His face is a very innocent face. Like yeah. he looks, a lot of the, the judging that we do of these guys, it sounds absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's by the way they look and the way they act. Hey, don't lump that. Don't lump me into that no, me. statement. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> said <you>? we. <laughs> Well, you know, he just looks like a, a sort of nice, relaxed, good guy and he's gone about his yeah. his sumo and his duties with um, gravitas and conviction. Well, look, and I don't know. It's, it is look, a surprise. Who would I expect this to, to do this? I'm, now that I'm thinking through the Ozeki, outside of should Abby. I? Absolutely not. Well, oh, well if I how, heard this, if I heard this happen to Shota, I'd be, I'd quit sumo. But hang on, how can you know now? Well, I don't know. Tucker Keisho would I'm go. I'm shook. <laughs> I've said that 20 times now, but I well, really look, am. Tucker Keisho would. Terana Fuji, he's married. No, he's too to focused. A lovely, lovely lady. Tucker Keisho's married. Well, look. Um, I've got a girlfriend. If it's a crime to be injecting money into your local economy, well, then <laughs> poor Asanyama, because I, I really do think this comes from a place of caring and responsibility. Yeah. Look, we are making light of it. It's It's the... It's the COVID thing as well. And the fact that some of the visits apparently were after the time where they're not allowed to go out specifically. Like it's not just a state yeah. of emergency. It's past the time. The Banzuke has announced yes. and it's the absolute lockdown time yeah. so that they can go into an arena with all these other guys yeah. without a mask yeah. and not give anyone COVID. So that's the absolute bottom line. If he's gone out within that time, contracted COVID, given it to – Every single other Rikishi and Makuchi, then that's a problem. And I think if these allegations are confirmed, he will be punished harshly. Well, look, Mm. let's move on. Mm. Let's all pull our hoods up, (laughs) sit down on the VIP couch, and let's jump into day 11 action. Yeah, I mean, hooded your cutters is really the best thing to come out of that discussion, isn't it? (laughs) We all need one. Uh, RB1 today, he is six wins and zero losses, along with only one other guy now, Dewanoryu. So uh, this will be an exciting finish. Arby's at Makushta 7. Don't forget if he gets the win, if he wins um, Makushta in particular, he will almost definitely move up to Jurio. If he doesn't, then it's a a bit of a line ball, but he's looking good for that. Jurio, let's move on to that. Big boy Bouchorzan today at 8-2 coming into the bout with Mitoriu at 7-3. He got Mitoriu all turned around. It looked great for him, but then as he tried to put it away, Mitoriu pushed him out instead. Ugh. It was Kachikoshi for Mitoriu. A loss for Bushozan. Both of those guys are now eight and three. 
Oho got another win against Kyoku Taisei. Kyoku Taisei really losing it at this stage. He had six <laughs> wins in a row and then five losses in a row. So I think that we're, we're calling that the reverse Hoshoryu. Yes, that's right. Oh, he's seven and four, and he's only one of his Kachikoshi looking much better this time around. Nishiki Fuji took it over Takagenji. He was pulling, but he just managed to step out of the way at the edge. Nishiki Fuji eight three as well. Takagenji five and five. We saw Tohakuryu keep his head against Yutakeyama and surprisingly easily driving him back and out with a tsupari attack and then a chest shove. Tohakuryu at Jurio 11 is Kachikoshi. Great news for him. That's really good. This is one of the few Jurio bouts that I caught today. Yeah, super impressive. Yutakeyama just wasn't there today. No, no, he, he was caught by surprise again. He's now six and five. We had Ura up against Ichi Yamamoto. Ura staggered forward and Ichi Yamamoto moved aside and helped him fly out of the ring horizontally. A crucial loss for Ura because he was out the front as well in the lead. So he now moves back with the pack on eight and three. This was very un-Ura-like. Yeah, it was a bit clumsy. Yeah, clumsy. He's normally so controlled when he goes in low there. I don't know, did Ichi Yamamoto know what was coming here? Maybe. He's also in form yep. and Ura may be a little bit nervous. Mm. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, not a not a great day for him. An important bout at the end, we had Chiona Or, who is in the lead, now solely in the lead, uh, up against Shohozan. I thought that Shohozan had brawled his way to a win against Chiono. I was looking away and uh, writing some notes, but there was a Monoe called. And actually a Torino, she was called. I thought Shohozan hit the ground f- first and it was all over as the Georgi had called, but they ruled it falling together. Had another go. There, was, there were a lot of mutters in this one, actually. There was a mutter before the first <laughs> first time. And then before the second go, they had two mutters. So Chiona all very nervous at this stage. But he was able to put Shohozan down to the dirt and stay in the lead at nine and two. That's phenomenal. So let's have a look at the Jurio leaderboard. Chiona all that's his seventh win in a row. He moves to nine and two. On eight wins behind him, we have a group of five. We have Ura, Mitoriu, Tohakuryu, Nishiki Fuji and Bushozan. All the low guys doing well. So the Jurio you show very much alive and it will be an exciting end. Let's move on to Makuchi. The first bout of the day was Jurio visitor Enho up against Mr. Sumo Chiyamaru. Enho, again here, he defies the odds. He stood strong against uh, Chiyamaru at the touchy eye and really took that opening thrust well. When Chiyamaru attacked again, Enho slapped down on the outstretched arms. He slipped around to the side and just left Chiyamaru floundering around the bales. Enho shot in, grabbed the front of the belt and drove Chiyamaru out. He continues to surprise. How is he doing this? I don't know. He did limp a bit at the end of this, but then sort of it's like he mentally discards the limp and then just walks normally from then on. So I think he's feeling every single movement, but I think he's doing an amazing show to to, to well, mask it. Well, like I feel, I mean, Enho's 3-7 now. I feel like we're on a real journey with Enho. I feel like we've been through and felt every one of these four wins. It looks so unlikely, but... I mean, there's a, there's a glimmer of hope that he might get his Kachikoshi. Am I going too far with this? Oh, I think we'd all love to see it. 
So dream big. He's four and seven. Chiamaru is six and five. Kodnawaka came up against Kaisei next. They met body to body, but easy as you like, Kodnawaka was able to swing Kaisei down to the ground. So that was two big guys coming up against each other. There wasn't much to see here today. It was a very straightforward win for Kodnawaka. He is six and five after that win. Kaisei, five and six. The next bout of the day was Tamawashi and Okonomi. Took them a long time to get settled here. Okonomi showing a little bit of attitude, making Tamawashi wait. But at the touchy eye, Tamawashi plants his hands on the chest of Okonomi and works him back to the bales with ease. Okonomi, he's on the bales. He tried wrapping his arm around Okonomi's neck and here somehow he's able to generate enough leverage to haul Tamawashi down to the dirt for a surprise Hikiyatoshi win. Yeah, it was really good work to actually dispatch of Tamawashi like this and it's Kachikoshi for Okonomi. It's his first Kachikoshi, in fact, since July last year. He's had four Makakoshis in a row and he's finally found a position at Magashira 12 <laughs> that he can come back from. I've enjoyed his sumo so far. I, I like him getting the, the Kachikoshi this early. Yeah. Look, some of those Makakoshis were a disaster, but yeah. some were just seven eights. So he's, his form is still okay and it uh, looks like he's going to bounce back from here. He's eight and three. Tamawashi, six, five. Chiyoshoma and Kagiyaki were next. There was Tsupari to start, but Chiyoshoma wanted to get in close, and he did. He got on the belt of Kagiyaki, but Kagiyaki loves coming forward, the big guy. Chiyoshoma tried to get away. He tried to duck to the side or dance away, but the extremely tall Kagiyaki applied his full body, uh, what do you call it, surface area <laughs> over the top of Chiyoshoma. <laughs> <laughs> and Chiyoshoma, he couldn't get away or throw Kagiyaki down in time. So a win for Kagiyaki over Chiyoshoma, not necessarily what I expected. I would describe this as controlled falling from Kagiyaki. <laughs> he, was, he was off balance and out of control. He just managed to steer himself in the right direction as he went down. Controlled falling or applying your full body surface area over well, someone. <laughs> I think they were both occurring at the same time. <laughs> Kagiyaki with that win is five and six, Chiyoshoma six and five. Shimano Umi and Ishira up next. Ishira slammed into Shimano Umi at the touchy eye, but Shimano Umi responds well here, immediately attacking back and forcing Ishira to retreat. Ishira stepped around the bales as Shimano Umi gave chase, and I was trying to keep track of it. I reckon Ishira did three quarters of a lap around the doyo before Shimano Umi He'd seen enough. He caught Ishira and pushed him over the bales. Oshidashi win. Yeah, that's much more the Shimano Umi that we're looking for. Yeah. That's how he wins bouts. He's active. He's on the hunt. He's fast on the feet. I don't know quite where he's been, but to mm. outpace Ishira is nothing to be laughed at. So I'd call that an MNW, I reckon, Ooh, yeah. for Shimano Umi. He's five and six and Ishira the same. Chiyotaru. At Magashira 14 up against Endo. Uh-oh. Jiotaryu, <laughs> <laughs> he spent a lot of time during this bout with his hands on the back of Enho's head, trying to pull him down, but Endo spent a lot of time not going down. <laughs> he's very stable at the moment and he's very confident in his footwork and his ability to move forward, which he did. Chiyotaru again denies himself. <laughs> Kachikoshi, he's seven and four. Endo just doing so well. I mean, you've got to hand it to Chiyotaru. 
he came up with a plan that was completely wrong, but he <laughs> committed to it. He committed to it. He didn't deviate from it. I don't know how many separate pulls there were here. I, yeah. I think it was about four or five. Yeah. Endo did not look like he was going to go down at any point. Chiatari didn't give up. Yeah, I reckon Endo's pretty stable at the best of times. You don't yeah. see him going down very often unless it's kind of at the edge and he's had to commit to a fall or, you know, it's the well, last resort. This Basho, I would agree. I mean, we've seen him overcommit to trying to get the Mitsu grip and mm, being true. pushed down true, at the true. touchy eye. He's nine and two now. That's... Uh, five wins in a row for Endo. Mm. Great to see. And as we said, he represents Sumo in some weird way to me, where if he's doing well, I feel like the world is right. Yeah. I don't particularly love him, but I like to see him do well. Well, that's a really nice statement, actually. I I think I wholeheartedly agree with that. Here's the, here's the Sumo barometer. Yeah. And the temperature is rising. Nine and two at Magashira. Eight endo. Chiatariu, seven and four. Tsurugisho and Akua up next. Akua came out of the touch here. I got a hand on the belt of Tsurugisho, but straight away Tsurugisho was able to swing Akua around 180 degrees and drive him towards the bales. Tsurugisho had the upper body grip and this looked completely over, but for some reason... Akua resisted on the bales, bent himself back, mm. and this caused Tudigisho to have to collapse onto him, putting a lot of pressure on Akua's back as he hit the side of the doyo. They both collapsed into the shimpan. I don't see a lot of sense in what Akua did here. No. I mean, you either step over or you go down. He might have thought he could twist around and flip him down, but is so massive. And I didn't see any twisting no. movement. He went straight back. I, I mean, you've got to look after yourself. Yeah, I think so. It was the Abise Tayoshi, which is exactly that. It's a backwards force down. Yeah. It's the Kimari there that you don't really want to see because it, unless it's happened in the middle of the doyo, which it doesn't yeah. really, it means that someone has stood bang on the Tawara and let themselves be be pushed down from mm. above. I mean, I guess it's very rare that, yeah, as we said, you can come up with something there, but... He couldn't hear and it was it was pretty unpleasant to see. He did look disappointed or maybe it was pain <laughs> across his face. He did get up all right and yeah. hop back on the doyo. So he is four and seven. Akua is now on the road to Kachikoshi. And we should say Tsurugisho at four and seven stays on the road to Kachikoshi, which is a great sign. Dayamami came up next against Takara Fuji. They locked up off the touchy eye. Dayamami had his left arm inside. Takara Fuji trying to get on the belt with his left as well. Takara Fuji here after the lockup initiated and as he came forward, Dayamami tried to drag him forward with the arm. It's something we've seen quite a bit this basho. Yeah. Takara Fuji, though, stopped the movement. He's on the belt now with his right, but it was with the left that he was able to change his momentum to the other side, flip Dayamami up, and despite Dayamami trying to stand on his tiptoes to stop the throwdown, he couldn't. Another win for Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji. He's finding some form Not as bad. the Basho wears on. Second week, Takara Fuji fighting Magashira 13s. Yeah, and showing a better ability to stay in a bout as it progresses. Mm -hmm. We've always known this is one of his strengths, but now we're actually seeing it. And he's five and six. And I love that he can go home and look both of his sons in the <laughs> eyes tonight. They'll be waiting at home going, Dad's going to look at us. Yeah. Because he's proud. Because he's happy. He's happy. Yeah. Mummy with that loss is five and six. Kotoeko up against Ichinojo. Now, I want to put something to you. This is a new idea. 
I think Ichinojo has watched his own tapes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So normally watching the tapes means you study your opponent's replays. I think he's, he's had a look at week one. He saw what worked and he did it today. He's quick out of the touchy eye, but the fact that Ichinojo could respond to the attempted Kotoeko meet and move showed that there was speed from Ichinojo, but there was also control. He turns instantly, pushes Kotoeko over the bales for a very impressive Oshidashi win. Well, if he has watched the tapes, I hope he watched yesterday's and just erased it. <laughs> got a, a knife I, and scratched that bit no, of no, the no. tape out. I, I think he'd be watching the highlights. Yeah. Not watching each one. He'd just be looking at the. But the I think good you ones. have to watch your mistakes to get better, right? That's even uh, more important. Okay, well, yeah. I think there's a time to watch the bad tapes and it's not mid basho. <laughs> well, Keep yourself he, buoyed. Look, he didn't give up five steps from the Toara today. I'm still on about that yesterday. <laughs> Absolutely insane. But uh, Kachikoshi for Ichinojo, let's focus on that. He's back after just one Makakoshi in March, where he went from Magashira 6 West to Magashira 6 West. <laughs> I will also never give up on that. Actually, since coming back from injury in 2020, he's had six out of eight Basho's Kachikoshi. So that's really good news for him. If Endo is the barometer of sumo for me, Ichinojo is the thermometer. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a good day of sumo if you see Ichinojo go out and do something positive. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. It really gives you a good feeling. It does. Especially he got his kachikoshi today and he had an interview. Great feeling. Oh, yeah, Love the hearing yeah. the man talk. Yeah. I don't know, he doesn't say anything particularly different from other people, but sometimes for me it's hard. Oh, this is going to sound bad, but it's it's hard to see him as a, you know, a human being because you, you just see him do sumo all the time and he's known so <laughs> much as a rikishi and that's really his, you know... It's who he is to me and I, I just don't get to see. You see these wonderful pictures of him with ice cream and him when he was young, and but you don't see a lot of that now. It's hard for me to connect that those personal pictures with the man now. So anytime I get to see him yeah. talk or show any signs of personality, I love it. Great. Well, Ichinojo, congratulations, eight and three. Kotoeko, I think all we can say is gunbutt air. <laughs> well, he's starting to make us worry we won't hear the song. We need to hear the song. Uh, Everyone wants to hear the song. He's six and five. We'll hear the song. Hidenomi up next against Teretsuyoshi, who has found some form. Teretsuyoshi came in with his left hand on Hidenomi's belt at the front, takes him a few steps back, but then he tugged forward, tugged really hard, in fact, and he was able to roll the hapless Hidenomi down. And by hapless, I mean... Extremely injured. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, hey, come on. You know how I feel about Hidden yes. Emmy, but this is a bit of a joke now. Yeah. Teretsuyoshi, no problems here. Hidden Umi, no defense. Teretsuyoshi, that's four wins in a row for him. Mm. Um, he's five and six now, starting to get this basho back under control. Hidden Umi now faces Road to Kachikoshi. He's four and seven. Well, maybe once he gets his Makakoshi, he'll go Kyujo. I think. I agree with you. What is it? It's Wednesday. Yeah, he's got a few days still. Yeah. yeah. Next bout of the day, Kirubiyama and Tochinoshin. Kirubiyama worked both hands on the belt out of the touchy eye, and I have to say I was impressed. I mean, that's that's brave. But this is why pe this is what people do now against Tochinoshin. I know, but Kirubiyama is a bit smaller and a bit younger. But hats off to the guy. Love his work. Tochinoshin responds by following suit, getting both hands on the belt. They were locked up 
But it was Kiribayama who was looking to stay mobile. He was constantly adjusting his foot position. Toshinoshin here, he drops the belt, goes for a very brief neck grab, tries the throw. Kiribayama was not worried. He heaved Toshinoshin towards the bales and threw him to the dirt for a very cool Uwata Dashinage win. Yeah, Toshinoshin, that's his makakoshi. It's his third in a row. He catapulted himself up the charts a while ago with a 10-5, but now he's... Uh, He's dropping again. He's in a yeah. bit of free fall at three and eight. Yeah. I feel for him. Yeah. I, I really, really feel for I him. I really do think this this thing of getting on the belt against him is a is a bad sign because nobody would ever it's sort of like Terra Fuji now, right? You'd do anything to keep him off your belt because you know exactly what he's gonna try. Yeah. The same thing for Tochnoshin. You would never have put yourself in a belt battle with him. Yes, you're right. And now even these youngsters are going, let's get involved on let's the belt. Let's do it. I'm strong enough. I back myself. My impression of Kiribayama is that he backs himself at all times and will try whatever he thinks is is necessary for a win. Maybe we've we've talked about him being uh in Succession for the Wiley tag. We haven't oh, given yeah, out no. the Wiley tag for a while, actually. Mm, we need to get Wiley talk back on the radar. Although I've got to say, a lot of Wiley sumo hasn't presented itself. No, I would say the same. And I think that's why it hasn't popped into our minds. I think yeah. Kiribayama was my front runner. Yeah. But since he's been losing and not doing so well, um, he hasn't looked as Wiley. Hosho, are you? Maybe. Is no, see, see, Wiley to me suggests... Um, ulterior motive yeah. or some darkness. Hoshoryu is academic. Yes. So Wiley is more like doing anything, pulling out anything to win. Exactly. Yep. It's Kiribayama when he's in when he's winning. And I just think Sumo Meta has moved away from Wiley. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's fine. We'll get one eventually. <laughs> It'll come to us. <laughs> All right, Kiribayama, he's three and eight. And he's already got his makakoshi and Tochinoshin makakoshi today, three and eight as well. Aoyama, he's come back. He's got one win and one loss since being back. And today he's up against Tobizaru. Tobizaru, though, he needs a win. Boy, does he need a win. He's coming into this at one and nine. He jumps to his left. It's a big old hanker. Aoyama stumbles down as Tobizaru pulls him down to the dirt. Maybe he should have done the hanker. Mm. Well, that's Tobizaru's second win. I'm just trying to find some positives out of what we just yeah, saw. I mean, he, the positive is that he needs a win. He needs a win. His only other win came against Takanosho on day two. Takanosho. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Weird, weird. Wow. Um, Danny Boy, two losses in a row after mm. coming back. Uh, he's one win, two losses and eight days off. Tobizaru, two and nine. Well, the next bout. Wakataka Kage up against Hoshoryu. This one surprised us. Like we were just getting on our sumo business, you know, watching and taking our notes. And all of a sudden we're like, how is this great bout just in the middle of this day? Yeah. This is the, I really feel like there are two timelines converging today. This is the future of sumo. Two amazing young up and coming rikishi. I know they're going to show us the best of what sumo is today. They're going to point towards, they're going to go, this is what sumo is going to be in five years time. But what we saw was an absolute fizzer. <laughs> Wakataka Kage, he was steady out of the touchy eye, worked in under the arms of Hoshoryu and just simply drove him back over the bales. I was gutted. Yeah, Hoshoryu, I wonder if he was loving himself a bit too much today because fair enough he's got those wins against, two wins against Ozeki. Everyone's talking him up. I'm talking he, him up. He's talked about how, <laughs> you know, 
he deals with his uncle's criticisms and finds inspiration and blah, blah, blah. But he took ages to go down and we both noted it at the time. Wakataka Kage, he goes down early, gets ready for the Tachiya very early. So that's that's a thing. But Hoshoryu really made him wait and I couldn't help but think that he was posturing, for want of a better word, a little that's bit. That's interesting. He was confident. Yeah. Oh, why not come in with all the confidence in the world? Why not? I don't mm. begrudge him that at all. But Wakataka Kage, maybe at the moment he's not the man to do that against it, <laughs> against, because I, it looked like easy Batsugari for, for Wakataka yeah, Kage. It looked like training. And, I mean, that's interesting. I think you really nailed it with Hoshori's stance and attitude at the touchy eye. I mean, he's 21. Mm. He's got a lot of growing up to do. I guess so. Why not go for it? Yeah, I feel like I was robbed of some good sumo yeah. today, though. But the good news is, Mai Gashira won, Wakataka Kage now moves to seven and four. Hoshoryu is five and six. Meisei up against Daesho. I'm always looking forward to this bout for some reason. I, I love both these guys and I always think it could be great sumo. And despite an okay start for Daesho, he tried to slap Meisei down and he didn't quite get there, but it was it was a good idea, if you like pulling and slapping down. <laughs> Despite that, Meisei was able to get close to Daesho and doesn't let him start any of his business. Meisei, with his traditionally speedy legs around the doyo, moved around quickly. Daesho couldn't get away and he stepped out. He looked so good today, Meisei. He did. Just did a great job of negating Daesho. It's a tough basho for Daesho. Yeah. Komasubi, he's now four and seven. Yeah. I mean, he's looking in doubt to retain that ranking. Yeah, Wakataka Kage is right up in his grill. He's knocking on the door. Yeah, just like, I'll have that. He if, you're not, if you're not using that yeah. Komasubi position, I'm You right know the here. one that they should have given me last time? Because I went 10-5 at Magashira too. <laughs> yeah, he, he's quite happy to take it. Daesho, he's four and seven, so he's on the road to Kajikoshi. He, every match now is, every bout is a, a do or die. And by die, I mean... <laughs> Leave the Sanyaku. <laughs> um, may say he is five and six and a great win for him today. Komasubi Mitakumi was up against Hokuto Fuji next. And this is always a matchup I look forward to. I love seeing these guys go at it. Mitakumi had the better touchy eye. He got on the belt and he moved Hokuto Fuji back. Hokuto Fuji swung himself back into the middle of the doyo. And then there was a brief moment of stillness. Hogata Fuji, he didn't wait long though. He used his single-handed belt grip to rock Mitakumi back and over the bales for a very solid Yori Kitty win. Yes, and Mitakumi definitely not accepting the helping hand back Ooh, no. onto the doya here. Absolutely not. He was just like, get away from me. Why can't he get his kachakoshi? He's seven four. He's tried for two days now. He's <laughs> just I mean won't. hey. <laughs> sometimes I think you've got to accept you got on the Mitakumi roller coaster. And you've got to take the ups and downs. <sighs> All right. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is the Mitakumi problem. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I've just got to embrace it and enjoy it. <laughs> I Well, what I did enjoy is Hokuto Fuji yeah. winning and the way he won. I thought it was a good bet. I couldn't actually see, I'm sure people can point this out, but I couldn't see necessarily an obvious mistake from Mitakumi. What did you think? No. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, surprisingly, Hokuto Fuji won this on the belt. Yeah. I think is the interesting thing. Yeah, but, but Mitakumi isn't bad on the belt. It's not like Well, that's he, what I'm saying. No, I he think made a that, mistake by letting him get in there. No, that, that's exactly right. I would back Mitakumi on the belt. I just think he had one of those days. Mm. 
Hokuto Fuji is so strong when he gets going. And I, I do think that he has that unpredictability factor as well. And Mitakuyumi maybe doesn't deal with that so well. But it's funny because we're talking about two Rikishi who both have that unpredictability factor. It's just that Hokuto Fuji's is more dangerous. Mm. And their record against each other is fairly even. So like it's seven now, six uh, coming into this one. Eleven nine. Eleven nine. I'm thinking yeah. of two other people. Yeah. That I know. So, I mean, that's pretty. It's a long history. Yeah. And it's quite even. But today it was Hokuto Fuji who took the honours. He moves to four and seven, <laughs> stays on the road to Kachikoshi. <laughs> Only four more, mate, you can do it. There's a lot of people trudging along there now. Uh, oh, yeah. And Komasubi Mitakumi is still looking for that crucial eighth win. He's Please. seven and four. Please. <laughs> Please. Sekiwake Takeyasu up against Ozeki Takakesho. What can he do here? Well, he got up close and personal with Takakesho, that's for sure. They traded slaps to the face and the chest. It was a real windmill arms here. They were both going for it. Takakesho stayed facing forward, though, and Takeyasu, I couldn't tell from the start how he ended up on the side, but he did, and it's a real problem because he, <laughs> he gets turned around then by Takakesho and... It's an Okuridashi yeah. win. You could see Takeyasu desperately trying to get around so it wasn't Okuridashi yes. and maybe might be an Oshidashi, but yeah. no, the they called it Okuridashi. Did oh, he look, miss an attack or something? How uh, did he get turned around? We both looked at this replay. Mm. I couldn't tell whether it was Takeyasu missing an attack or Takakesho just reading it mm. well and pushing as the arm came in. Look, this was a great bout. Takakesho was amazing. And what was really impressive here was to see Takeyasu switch to that Supati attack, which you don't see all that often from him. He likes to move in close. But then what was more impressive was that Takakesho was able to take that. Mm. Activate his tiny arms. Pew, 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 he pew. just, he, he stayed with Takeyasu and then was still in a position to attack when Takeyasu made a little bit of a mistake. This is incredible. Ozeki Sumo from Takakesho. He is nine and two. So he's giving himself every chance. Sekiwake Takeyasu is seven and four, so still in search of one more win to get his kachikoshi. The next bout of the day was newly crowned bad boy Ozeki Asanayama up against pure knob dog Takanosho at Sekiwake. Takanosho had the better touchy eye. He was all over Asanayama, drove Asanayama back before throwing himself like body first into the Ozeki. Takanosho continued forward, but Asanyama, he resisted on the bales. And the next Takanosho attack, Asanyama grabbed Takanosho by the upper body and swung him to the ground. A Sakui Nage win. This was good sumo. Mm, Asanyama, he was calm in distress. And by distress, I mean a flying <laughs> Takanosho coming at him. Takanosho in real trouble. He's four and seven. I mean, one more win in... He will at least drop to Komasubi. One more loss. In your one more loss, one more loss, yep. Um, yeah, and who knows what would happen with him from there. Asaniyama, he's seven and four. He only needs one more for his Kachikoshi. That seems silly to be saying for an Ozeki at this point, but, yeah, he hasn't had a great but time. But, gee, wouldn't it be interesting if they made him go Kyujo from tomorrow? Yes. One tomorrow short is, of his Kachikoshi. Tomorrow is, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, then he'd be Kataban, if he's even allowed back in the sport. Look at Abby's uh, punishment. It yeah. was three Basho out. It was out. three, wasn't it? It yeah. felt like ages. Did yeah, you think? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. 
Time will tell. <laughs> I know. We're a little bit rocked that's by a, this. I know. Yeah. It's a great thing to do on a podcast. Just both of us get lost in our own thoughts. But well, that's what happens with this this news. I you're think. on the ride. Let's What's keep happening? going. Uh, Me or you? Have nope. we said the scores? Say them. Oh, I think we've said them. Takanosho 4-7, Road to Kachikoshi, Asunyama 7-4. Miyogiryu <laughs> up against Terana Fuji. I would say this would be the bout of the day, but I'm not sure that it was seen as that coming into it. I think uh, some of these other Ozeki bouts were more exciting. But let's see what happens. Miyogiryu, he does well here to get his arms around Terana Fuji. Again, it's a lot more that many have managed, but Terana Fuji throws him down with the arm puts his hand on his head and pushes him down. Right. Okay. Dominant performance from Terra Fuji. Looks like he's on another level, as he has all Basho, but there's a Monoe. Yep. This Monoe was called very quickly, and the first thing that came to mind, the only thing it could be, they're looking at the hair pull. Yeah, so they were nowhere near the edge. No. And Terra Fuji didn't hit the ground with anything the whole time, so it definitely had to be the hair pull. They showed... There were two replays. So one showed it uh, <laughs> so one showed it from one angle and one showed it from the other, yeah. obviously. But one showed more <laughs> what they're looking for, I guess, is the fingers curling into the hair and so how much they grip, but also how much the actual grip, if there is one, affects the result of the bout. Is that true? Well, I I would say so, because if well, your it's... hand's flat, number one. There's no problem. No. So if you're pushing, there's no problem. So number one, there's a grip. That's bad. But especially if it, I th I think is... so. The very the very first replay I saw, yeah, I saw the fingers disappear in the hair, and I yeah. thought he's in big trouble. Yeah, and really, you can't grasp the hair and not do anything with it. Well, if you're grasping the hair, you're doing something with yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good point. The first angle, you know, I was reading into it a bit. The second angle they showed, you know, there was no doubt. He buried his fingers into the hair of Miyogiru as he pulled down. I mean, there was some amazing vision coming through from NHK here during this Monoe, though. Yes, so <laughs> Terano Fuji was wide-eyed is how I would describe him. He was watching the Monoe very, very carefully because his own Oyakata, Isagehama, was involved in it. He was the head shimpan, as he often is. And he was kind of craning his neck a little bit and his his eyes were so wide was the thing that was that just stood out to me. And because he was watching it so carefully, that made me think <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he knows what he's I've done. I've got to say, he looked super guilty yeah. and he would know. You would feel it as it happened. Mm. Uh, but I've never seen anyone look more suspicious during a mono -y. Yeah. Was he trying to read his lips? Was he trying yeah. to find out over here what they were saying? He was trying to stay really quiet and see if he could, he could understand the mumble. The call came in, decision reversed. Mm. So they, they called this one. This is a hansoku, so this is a uh, disqualification or a foul for the hair pull. Mm -hmm. This is massive. Yeah. Uh, it's huge. Um, I think I saw it as the hair pull, but sometimes with these replays, it can be open to interpretation. Yeah. I think this is a huge call to actually reverse what was quite a dominant performance from Terunofuji. 
I think so too. Miyogiryu, he came up, he got a fat stack and he got an interview because he'd beaten Onozaki. He was a bit sheepish in the interview though, wasn't he? Yeah. He was just like, oh, well, no, I'm gonna come, come forward, on, guys. Do my own style of sumo. Yeah, hopefully I win tomorrow. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like he, what could he say there? Terana Fuji, he... His face afterwards, because it was the second last bout, he had to sit there <laughs> next to the doyo for the whole rest of it. And he, he was kind of having these f- facial, not tics, but he obviously was just feeling a lot of emotions and they were like flooding up onto his face. He looked he looked frustrated. He was like clenching his jaw. Well, look, a Zen show, you show, would put Yokozuna in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting that, that, that before Terunofuji's bout, they showed a, one of the portraits that hangs up in the stadium of Hakuho, mm-hmm. and they were focusing in on the Zen show part that was at the top of the frame. I, I think he would have been bitterly disappointed in this because yeah. I know it, it, it's not even a split-second decision. This is an unconscious yes. move that happens. Yeah, I think he's just disappointed, right? He didn't necessarily mean it as you said it was unconscious yeah and I think you your observation during the replay was did he need to do it but then watching the replay he kind of needed that I thought that Miyagiriu might have been able to slip away without it because he was he was pulling back almost under Terunofuji's arm so I thought maybe without the grip to hold him in position and to keep him moving actual actually downwards instead of away from Terunofuji on an angle, I thought that's why the grip would have come into play there. Mm. Yeah. This really was, interesting one. I, I feel like this was quite a historic moment. I mean, is that a stain on him now? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it wasn't malicious. I mean, not from us. We don't think that. And I, I'm not sure no, the Western I, I don't think so. sumo community would, but... Is it a stain in sumo? No, I wouldn't say it's a stain at all, but I think it'll be a talking point if he wins this 14-1. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sumo, it's a funny old game. (laughs) Ozeki, Terunofuji, that's his first loss, 10-1. Me, I'll get you. Five and six. six. (laughs) Shoto beat Onosho in the last bout of the day. Yep. (laughs) And he had a spring in his step down. Didn't he look good? Just powered on a show out. Let's move on. He I mean, stemmed like, the flow of losses. Oh, he did. Sure. I mean, just after that big emotional Terunofuji reversal, it's like, all right, short I won. Yeah. Good on you, mate. <laughs> it Six, might have five, been quite though. distracting for them. Who knows? For an Osho. Could have been. It Give happened. us the leaderboard. Leaderboard, I will. <laughs> uh is out the front, but only by one now. <laughs> yeah, well. By two. I mean, it's good for us watching sumo, isn't it? Coming into day 15 with a little bit of, or day 14 at least, with a little bit of what's happening here uh, is fantastic for the spectators. Um, And not only is Takakosha one behind him, but old mate Endo. Well, isn't that interesting? He's up there. Well, I'll tell you why this becomes interesting now. Because Terunofuji is now only one win Mm -hmm. ahead. Tomorrow, in the last bout of the day, he faces up against Onoshaw. Now, I know why is this important. They've met five times. Onosho has won four of them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So let's have a look at the other people who Can I say he's on eight in? wins? Because it's so cool. Yes. Ichinojo and Okonomi. Jeez. They've still got a chance. Good on them. Representing. Yeah, mathematically still in it. Things would have to go disastrously for everyone else for them to be in consideration. And speaking of Ichinojo, he takes on Takakesho tomorrow. Okay. 
So that's a very important bout for both of those guys. In the other Sanyaku bouts, Asanyama will be taking on Takiyasu, both of these Rikishi coming in at 7-4, mm-hmm. looking for their Kachikoshi, if Asanyama turns up, that is. Shodai takes on Takanosho, and Hokuto Fuji takes on Daesho. Mitakumi is looking for his Kachikoshi against Meisei. And who does Endo have? He has Kotoeko. Kotoeko, wow. Mm. When does he come up, Endo? Uh, well, at Maegashira 8, he may not. Well, he has to if, he, if he's in the... If he's still winning, you know, maybe tomorrow if he wins, he'll, he might fight up. Yeah. And who's Okanumi got? Oh, I can't believe I'm scroll. going this far down. Scroll, scroll. Uh, he's in the second bout of the day <laughs> against Chiataru. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's good for him. Yeah. I love well, this for him. Thanks so much for joining us on what was a big day in sumo history. Let's call it that. <laughs> uh, we'll be here for day 12 and we hope to see you then. See you later. Bye. Bye.